0: I I
1: oh, wrong button. Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. One, two, three. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Cantina MX Football Podcast. Tonight we are on Twitter Spaces. So, welcome, everyone. We're going to get off really quickly with these repechaje results then with some rumors, and then we're going to leave predictions at the very end as more and more people start hopping in on spaces. But before I go any further, let me introduce the cast tonight. Joining us tonight as commentators, we have Joel. Joel,
2: how are we doing? Greetings, gents. Good, man. Despite, Despite that bad, bad exit.
1: Oh, we're gonna get long into day. that.
2: I, I'm I'm all good though, and and then I heard good news, good news, just not that long ago. And but, uh, I I know most hate, but I I was I was glad, team team Pelias.
1: We're gonna get into it, but tonight we have a special guest, a uh BSMX legend, Pern. How we doing?
0: Good man. What's up, guys? Just bringing in the. The good news also, you know, finally, we will have Vucetich continue the reign of terror in Chivas.
1: <laughs> uh, Pardon, if I'm not mistaken, you're a, a Rayados fan, so you actually know Vucetich quite quite well, right?
0: That's right, man. The three, the three, sub, uh, well, the three campeonatos, the uh, con- Conca Champions came from him, man. It was amazing.
1: Did he win a league but, with you? or no?
0: Uh
1: did they, did he uh, win a league as well or no?
0: He did win the league, yes. Oh he won wow. it in 2009, I believe. But then he went on a rampage, three Coca Champions in a row. It was amazing.
1: Well, Rayado's actually got to sit this one out this time around uh, as they were in the top 4. <laughs> uh and should we not rem- uh, remind you that uh, uh, the last Repechaje, the first one, uh, they had just missed the cut. They were in fifth, and then they lost to 12-seed Puebla. Uh, but this time around, no upsets there. They're they're sitting pretty. And uh, we're going to go over some of these Repechaje results, starting with a very shocking result over there in, in Jalisco. Joel, if I'm not mistaken, you had predicted Tigres uh, winning that match, right, against Atlas?
2: No, I I said they were favorites. You said who oh, would be favorites?
1: Oh, okay, okay.
2: <laughs> I, I said Tigres favorites. That disclaimer. But yes, I, I no, it's dude, it's recorded. So <laughs> I said I could I could see I said I could see Atlas beating them, just because of um, they they've been they've been on a pretty good roll, but just some of the turmoil, some of the stuff that had been going on. You know, with with Tigres and and Tuca leaving and and all of that, uh, and then just some of the some I guess like 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 there's been some because uh, he doesn't get along. There's like new management, and so it, it sad sad way to see him leave like that. Uh, so I so and I had said it could be double edged sword, you know. Uh, the players could go all out and and try to. Try to send off Tuka the best way possible, or, or just throw, you know, just just throw in the towel, knowing that next season they're they're getting in um another French international and and I guess many will be excited with Piojo, so yeah, they could have phoned it in early, man.
1: Kind of just to take a step back for those that didn't watch the match, uh, it was pretty well contested. Uh, 13 shots for Atlas, 15 for Tigres. In the end, Julio Forch. Remember that name. He ended up scoring the game-winning goal, 80th minute. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was going to penalties. And uh, Atlas, man, beating Tigres. I guess it's not an upset because Atlas were in the 7th seed uh, yeah. and Tigres were 10th. But, you know, when I think, when I think about the, the the crazy run, you know, Duca Ferretti has had with Tigres. You know, he's been with the team for over a decade. You just you just don't picture him going out like this. Not like this, man. I just keep Come thinking on. about that matrix, like not like
0: this. <laughs> what the hell? Un <laughs> cachetazo right there for ten years, man. I'm glad he's leaving actually because um I there was some I in my opinion, there was some really good talent coming up uh from from Tigres uh anybody remembers this oh and, yes and you know they just got blocked man because they just kept buying uh, players and they took and never give the, the youngsters a chance how many canteranos have you heard can you count from your hand yeah. and then you that, compare with rayados but but that's not that's not
2: what he went what he went there for he he went to win titles. Uh, you know, Tigres is not looking to be a pachuca with <laughs> not, not looking to be, a you know, like the team that that brings our youth.
1: No, uh, of yeah, he let a lot of prospects run on the bench. Alan Pulido, Espericueta. Uh, Jurgen Dam, I guess not much of a prospect. That guy, he didn't know how to cross the ball. Still doesn't know how to cross the ball. Uh, <laughs> so he's been, you know, he, he's been criticized heavily for for that kind of like not really developing youth. Um, and they got the
0: silverware. Yes, I yeah. agree. They got the silverware, but you know, right now you have a, uh, canterano like, uh, the Corona repping Monterrey in Europe, you know, that uh, to me that, that there's more value in that than, in future prospects that we have right now, you know, Charlie Rodriguez, that my God, that's, that's such a, such a great value, like great fine. Cesar Montes, there's just so much, uh, um, how do you say future in the Rayado team? But in the Tigres, he took us leaving. What is he leaving? Yeah, a few silverware here and there. I guess, well, cannot relate since you know, Chivas didn't get much during the same rain. But you know, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? That there, there, there's more to see that's coming up in the pipeline for Rayados than what took left.
1: I don't know, man. Tigres. Despite their their loss, they had uh, announced this previous uh, that they've signed a World Cup winner. A recent World Cup winner, 2018 World Cup winner with Florian Tauvin. He's a striker that was wanted uh, in Europe still. Um, but I don't know if Tigres just threw a lot of money at him. I don't know if it was Zignac uh, doing some recruiting or a combination of both. But Tigres have signed a big name.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, but it goes back to the same thing. Once that guy reaches a couple of years and he's old, well, who's there to replace that's, him? Can't, nobody wait, what,
2: what guy? Oh, yeah, but it's Tigres. They could just keep buying. they yeah, just going to keep buying, man.
1: They got they CEMEX money.
2: They, they could buy four more of that. Telling <laughs> guy if they want to. I mean, same with Monterrey. FEMSA also has deep pockets If they wanted to, and I said this before, if they... Those two teams, if they wanted to, they would just build really strong squats, and then no one in Liga MX would compete with them. What, kind, those, of a, what kind of a... Because those companies are that huge. FEMSA and CEMEX, number two in the world, both of them, of, of what they do, you know, in, in their industry. So they have that money, but they just, I don't know, they, they're they so, being nice, I guess, with the rest <laughs>
0: So you gotta look. You gotta look at it from perspective, you know, because we're talking about Luca leaving. What has he left behind? And the perspective- well, he left
2: a bunch of titles, man. You yes, keep he did. Throwing dirt at that guy. That's,
0: yeah, he that's did. That's the flavor, yeah. No, no, no. And you know what? I I I appreciated him when he took the team. You know, the national team during twenty fifteen, when we were in our, some dire straits. Uh, uh, I appreciate that. That you know, he took a break from managing Tigres to, to coach the national team, and then, but the thing is, for example, you can see some of the legacy that, like, for example, La Volpe left. He left a player like Guardado, give him a chance.
2: He gave, um, really, Pern, come on,
0: man. He gave,
2: um, you're stuck with the youth, man. You're stuck, you're stuck with because <laughs> he brought out Bro, youth that no, doesn't it, mean
0: dude doesn't nobody gives to a shit that... about that in the long <laughs> run. it doesn't even have to go that far you can even go in his latest stage. no man people, a, want, titles. people want titles now. there's not it's not a semillero dude this is it, it this depends is not
2: a team yeah. built to take our young talent like your, your mentality is stuck in what are you doing for the national team who have you brought out that's gonna well, you know, help that, and that's that's one way of looking at it. You gotta, if you want, to, but but the clubs, yeah. that's not what they're there for. They're there to win championships, not not to provide for the well, FMF. Y- doesn't give them money, you it's gotta, like they're giving them, like, hey man, if here's yeah. this much, uh, you know, get get some young guys out.
1: Let me just say well, this you gotta know your role, right? As a club, everyone has self awareness. There are clubs that are gonna be farmer teams, you know. Uh, that, yes, monkeys, that, that are going to be needed for money. Yeah. And then you have clubs that are held to a higher standard, like, you know, Chivas, um, where they don't expect Sure. They expect to provide talent to the national team, but the priority will always be being the silverware, you know what I mean? So there's, there's clubs that will always, you know, but with Tigres, it's a transformation because they were always considered a small club them and Rayados, you know, always were considered a small club. But now, you know, it's kind of like the Man City, Chelsea's of the world where they just have a lot of money and they're winning silverware and now they're sort of buying their way into, you know, the top six.
0: Yeah, I, I, I understand that point of view. Like, yeah, you just want to win championships, And I can see, well, you know, like the last time any uh, Chivas ever won anything was with Almeida and, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> I can see the a little bit of desperation, you know. I, I, I kind of sense the quivering in his voice, <laughs> but you know, uh, there's more to it than just, than just championships. There's the legacy parts. What do you leave behind for the for the future? Well, he know? did. He put them up there, man. He
2: he yeah. put them up there. Same with same with Bucer and Monterrey. He he helped <laughs> he helped him put them on the map, put him on 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 the track to to be competing for. Being the teams with the most league titles, and and will say it again, I do think within the next ten years they will catch up to the to the you know Chivas America. I, I do see the the two um, Monterrey teams, uh, and if they stay like that, I do think eventually
0: they will they will. Actually, overthink. I think in, in terms of uh, if you want to look at it from uh, terms. Of, I, I don't know if you can say fanhood. That's I don't know if that's a proper term, but you can say it more like, uh, the for example, the 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 classical, the new classical Nacional is Tigres <laughs> Rayados.
1: Oh god! You know nobody
0: really cares about the other one anymore. Oh god! <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why, yeah, like I I can see where Juan, He's right there. there the, the, <laughs> there is gonna be a big future now. <laughs> 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 There's gonna be a big future in the north, and that's where the party's gonna be at, man.
1: This is this is good, you know. We always have Chivas talk, America talk, but you know, it's nice to have a different perspective from from uh, Nuevo León. Uh, but kinda just to go off of uh Tuca's numbers, what he left behind was uh five league titles and uh Coca Champions. He finally got that one. And then a few Copa de Campeones, I don't know if those in really count. Second-
2: Second place club's World Cup, which I think he yeah. should have left. He should have left after that, you know. He Like the writing was on the wall with the new management coming in and they didn't want him, but he was he was hoping like to kind of strong arm his way there and it backfired. It's kind of sad to see him leave like that. I um, guess Where's- he's not
0: ready to hang it up. I still remember Kikin. Um, oh. <laughs> that, match, that match where they were trying to stay in Primera and like, and they were like fighting the relegation. It was hilarious, man. I forgot what team they were playing against, and they were just, Kiki was just trying his darn best to score. Yes, think, you mean had he come back
2: from Portugal?
0: Yeah, no, no. You know when Kiki was playing for Tigres and then they were fighting the relegation? I think with, he, with
1: he went to, uh, Oh, Kikín Fonseca. I, I I forget he because I, I know I know he went to Benfica, and then you know and then he flopped, and then he did return to to Mexico with Tigres. Oh, okay.
2: Tigres gets all the players that flop. Yeah. San Cido,
1: Salcedo. Diego Oh my oh. Bravo.
2: You have a bunch of burro dolls with pins.
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's that's how long a long way they've come. They were getting the Kikins and you know (laughs) now they got a world cup winner yeah so second second place club world cup you know i I gotta give respect to that tuka did write the ship man actually he built the ship because there was no ship there before it was just like they should build a a statue
1: of him you know (laughs) i'm serious man he's done a lot for tigres and i guess the question is where do we go from here uh there was rumors uh picking up steam about you know him replacing uh Vucatich at Chivas, but that was immediately shut down today. Uh it sounds like Vucic might be staying. So do you think Tuca will, will find an, another job in Mexico or do you think he's gonna retire? Who knows, man? That's that's
0: uh um it would be awesome if he goes to Pumas and then huh? that doubt he's it up there but I don't think that would happen the I think current... if he wants to
2: he, he will get a team but he would have to lower like his he just makes so much money he, you know He's and then he, he commanded so much he wasn't just like the, the coach he was sort of like Alex Ferguson where he had control over a lot of aspects of the club and so not not many clubs are going to let you do that that's why, like, uh, people say Chivas, and it's like, are they really thinking about it when they hear that rumor? Like, are they taking all of that stuff into consideration? So it surprised me how much traction that rumor gets because people should just see it and then, like, like not even, you know, take it serious because, um, like, like Pern was saying, um, Fernando, I mean, he, he's not someone that works with youth, and Chivas right now is a team that is very dependent on youth. Uh, and it like just doesn't make yeah it makes no sense to bring the one guy that doesn't like to play youth to a team that has like a handful of youth that they're waiting on depending on you know to take the next step and then, so it's like and and then you brought in Pelias and then you're bringing in this other dude who's you know he's not going to come in to work under Pelias so it none of that makes sense I don't I just think because has is a big team, and it just keeps keeps his name on the news, so I think that's one of the reasons uh, we we see that happens a lot of times when you know new outlets would would run these type of rumors, and it's it could be like your agent or promoter just just you know smoke.
1: I wonder if he'll ever get an opportunity to coach a, a national team. Obviously, not Mexico, but I could see like a Costa Rica approaching him, or you know. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Brazil? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no
1: nah,
2: man, they wanted you they would want him coaching in Brazil first. Seeing what he could do there, uh proving himself
0: like a uh, Libertadores. They would I know he's Brazilian. Know. He,
1: he he was born he there, but he proved
0: himself in Libertadores. I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow No, I I know
2: he did with he did get a second place with that too. But, I mean, more recent, mm-hmm. you know, because that was, what, 2015?
1: That was a long time ago, yeah.
2: So, it will be just a bit more recent of what, what they want.
0: Yeah, hey, you know, well, right now, I think that whole future for him is unclear. I really don't know what, what are his options are because there there's just so many finite opportunities out there. So are you kidding me,
1: man? The Liga Mequis is known for coach uh, re- recycling coaches and the coaching carousel. I mean, look at Tomás, boy. Look how many teams that he's had yeah, over the and, years.
0: And, that, and that, that's already crowded too. There's already... Uh, it's time
1: for these old heads to get to sit down, man. We gotta give opportunities to young coaches that are gonna try and do things differently because I mean, there's too many old heads in Mexico. In, in we definitely Mexico. need
0: to bring, bring Mate, uh, Almeida back uh, to the Mexican League. He did do some
1: good damage there when he was there. I don't know, man. I I don't even <laughs> want him. He did while
0: the money
2: was there, <laughs> while the team was stacked. He did damage. Once he lost those players, uh, his his powers went away. Just people forget, dude.
1: <laughs> so, you want to know how I know that Atlas are the smallest club in the world? Uh, they won, and we're <laughs> we've been talking about Degas for like ten minutes. <laughs> Not really much to say about Atlas. They got the win. Uh, they were the better seeded team, and they will.
2: I, I, I am salty how they got there, though Jaime. Mean. <laughs> so that three win over America, uh, undeserved. Yeah. On the, you know, won it on the table.
1: Hey man, they, they... he was an ineligible player sitting on the bench, and uh, they they have their they have the right to to dispute that. Um, Yeah,
2: and and then funny because we're talking about Tigres and and we've said it here a few times. Tigres actually played with an an eligible player three games. Yeah. Which they had won and then the league made them replay those games. This guy didn't even play. He was just in the bench and I think he left by halftime. Um,
1: Yeah, they moved to the palco. Yeah.
2: I do think a rematch would have been more appropriate.
1: Yeah, well, maybe because of COVID and traveling and, you know, you already have a few...
2: over there, it's easier to, to probably some envelopes to FMF. It's easier to punish Manila. America, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, hey, the you best take of the night perfect. so
1: far. Uh, shout out to uh, we have Super Elbow listening. Uh, we will be talking about Chiba shortly, so I'll definitely. Um, Super Elbow needs to
2: request a speaker, man. Yeah, if you like, want to, yeah.
1: you can you can uh, request, and uh, we'll, we'll gladly have you with your hot take. Oh, there we yeah. go.
0: All right, I want to hear your voice, man. That sounded kind of gay.
1: Super elbow. <laughs> Welcome to the cantina. Man, what... Oh, and he left. Man, no, why are you? Why are you guys calling me out, man? I'm just enjoying
3: listening, sitting back. <laughs> Holy we we want to
2: hear your hot take, and then Plus <laughs> wants you to. Whisper sweet nothings into his ear. He said, he said, he said he's going to record your voice for <laughs> no only and only, only nights. <laughs> I was,
3: I was going to jump in and, uh, a little while ago and just go, per, there's Pern trolling again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man, I don't troll. I'm a nice guy.
3: I know you are, man. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't care what Heidman says about you. You're okay in my book, man.
0: <laughs> man, I have a sound bite. Somewhere my WhatsApp with my wife because my wife is a a francophone, so she has this French accent. But she's saying "que chingue a su madre el America." <laughs> oh my Yo, God. you need to get that to get, and yeah, uh, send it to, to me I so d-
1: I can use it as a soundboard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll try to find it. It's, uh, That's funny. It's buried in a bunch of messages, but I love it. That's how my wife got to my heart.
1: <laughs> so. I've been kind of trying to avoid this conversation, but let's talk about it. Pachuca played Chivas yesterday. Things got off to a good start for Guadalajara. Had a goal very early, thanks to Alexis Vega with a beautiful cross to Ariel Antuna. He actually one-timed it, put it in the back of the net, and everything looked smooth sailing. However, uh, we did have uh, Macias, who was missing, who's been missing for half the season. Uh, Vucic decided to switch things up at halftime, subbed him out and then put in, uh, Saldivar. He also, uh, subbed out, uh, Angulo, who was just terrible. I know he was out with COVID, but, uh, I, I don't think that he should have deserved the start. He was, he was missing in action and messed up a lot of plays. 50 minutes in, Oscar Murillo scores and it's one, one. And then from that point on, the momentum shifted and, uh, Pachuca ended up scoring three more times. Chivas got a, uh, what do they call those? One of those goals that really don't matter at the end. A penalty kick. Con- a- Consolation a-
2: prize. Consolation
1: prize. A penalty kick by Antuna. He scores, and then, I don't know, he celebrates the goal, even <laughs> he, though we're he, down three goals? He,
2: he was doing that 10th place meme.
1: Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Pachuca went in, no lube, and uh, we, uh, we lose. It's a tough one. How do we feel?
3: Uh, I feel, I feel great. Embar- embarrassed, man, because dude, the 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 like you were talking about Macias, man. Like, what the hell happened to that guy, man? Just he just completely disappeared. Yeah. And uh, man, I started thinking about uh back in the day when uh when Fernando used to go into the whole Chicharitos all hype thing. Man, it was his voice was <laughs> running through my head, man. I was thinking <laughs> JJ Macias is all hype. All hype. But Matt, you see, you see, you see, like specific movement in him, and he look, he looks good for whatever reason. He just looks checked out though, too. Yeah. And And uh, man, it's just embarrassing.
1: Yeah, that's the oh, okay. that's the best word to to describe this. It really was embarrassing, you know, for the fact that we qualified as ninth, you know. So this repet a new, you know, this new structure. Uh, we we got we definitely got to benefit from it because in o- any other season, we didn't even qualify to Ligia. And, and then after the loss, I'm like, man, I wish we would have played the old format and just not even giving me hope of a chance of even winning. you know But with Macias, I think we need to start creating Amber Alert for him because he's gone missing. He's been gone missing for over a month now. And uh, at this point, I'm like, you know what? Let's burn this, the team to the ground. Let's sell Macias while there's any hype left in him. Uh, he had a really bad uh, prolimpico as well, so it's not just that Chivas. You know, he has been struggling. Right. And,
3: and, and even when he was around, it was uh, it was uh,
0: PK's man. Yeah, maybe someone should go check his wife's Twitter or or Instagram and see if she's getting cheated on.
2: So oh, he said his wife? Is he? He's married. I don't think he's married.
0: I don't, I don't know. We probably got to have something, right? But Dreyfus is probably already in it. <laughs> <When>
2: something <laughs> happened. We probably won't know. I don't know if you guys were into wrestling. You could see, and, and now, like maybe from the 80s, 90s, but now there's all these podcasts, and you have all these old wrestlers come in, and it's been so long, so they, they spill the beans. Oh. Like, they'll, they'll say what was going on. It's like, this is what and really think, happened. Yeah, and I think we're going to see that, like maybe 20 years from now. Not even. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll probably see. be too old to even give a shit. But, we'll see this on. But we'll uh... hear him saying, uh, you know busa has played me out of position and then gosso will be like yeah I told that dude jolie totally never believed me but <laughs> uh, we'll, in 20 years I just say I don't remember no we'll, never
1: we'll know sooner than later because remember they're recording uh an Amazon prime show
2: <laughs> it's edited though man <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna meet the um the Amati cut or whatever with the 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 director's the cut speakers. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, I do think there's something going on there. like I don't know exactly so, what I do feel because he's a guy that's always had like like you know when he was there, like like a lot of the players didn't like him and then they brought him back and it seemed like he was still having problems. Um, so I don't know, there could be something to that, maybe
0: it's a mental um, issue for sure.
2: He, could be as well. I mean, could, could be as well. It happens,
0: or at least or something. I don't know. Do you think it's also it like that. the
2: pressure could have gotten to him, where it was like he was like a team at one point. He was just, you know, just oh close. You know how they say, close but yet so far. But it seemed like he was about to sign like for a German team, or you had all these teams, and then and then um, he
0: the whole like, thing. He
2: comes back to Chivas, COVID, and then all of a sudden everything just disappeared. And so maybe
0: that could be messing with him where it's like, you know, where where these opportunities go? You know, it's not as public as what happened with Neri Castillo. I don't know if you guys remember. He no, lost but his, Nelly,
2: yeah, his, he lost his, his wife. And,
0: yeah. And then he just dropped off the planet, unfortunately. That was like one of those sad cases of wasted talent. Yeah, happened, his uh... two parents.
2: His two parents. And then he was he was caught with Svenny. And uh, man, and that's uh, been a pleasure,
1: huh? That happened to Adriano, too. He was a prolific striker for Brazil, and then his dad died, and he just fell off the news. Yeah, was he, he
2: at Inter and then yeah, like he, he, got, he ended up back in Brazil?
1: He got depressed and I think he's in the favelas now. He's he, he's
2: oh, he's playing like a, like he plays for beers or no, something. no? He's like in a gang kind of,
1: now, like
2: oh, he's in the <laughs> he's in the gang.
1: <laughs> like he went he went to the to the worst extreme. I
2: I, I want to see that Netflix that Netflix <laughs> series. I want to see that.
1: That's a depressing show, man. I don't, you know, usually usually you start in the favelas, you don't end there.
2: But he he probably. Like, he's, like, famous, so he, yeah. he like, plays,
0: like, a Cascarita, to, and then he goes shoot someone up. I want to see the Ronaldinho story of how he ended up in jail.
1: Uh, a fake passport, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think it's just a passport. I mean, like,
1: no, it was a fake passport. I, he was trying to snuggle, smog, uh, smuggle into Paraguay with a fake passport.
2: And... Yeah, like that this guy I just I just don't believe guy. that man And hey unless, and, wear, unless he was wearing that nose with this. mustache and glasses he could not <laughs> even recognize him. You recognize that guy man from like like a mile oh, yeah, away. You can see that
1: horse face a mile away. <laughs>
2: his teeth, you know
1: I am not Ronaldinho, I am uh, Bonaldinho.
2: His he's brother a, He
0: sounds like Borad. He's <laughs> <Borandinho. laughs> very yeah. nice. <laughs> oh my god yes uh, I'm yeah. y-
1: you know I'm just convinced that maybe that's where all the hookers are at in Paraguay maybe that's
2: where <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Brazil got it,
3: it, a lot of uh... it's either there or Ecuador just ask Jonathan de Santos right oh that's
1: true <laughs> that's true John. not just them everybody on that team got caught right
2: <laughs> they 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 kind of like outed themselves because they 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 reported it to the hotel because yeah. they stole their, like, iPads and whatnot. And then the hotel just kind of, like, put them on blast.
1: Self-snitching, man. That's a real thing. <laughs> it's like, wait, did you really just, like, incriminate yourself by admitting you <laughs> you, you got hookers and then they stole it your It must shit. have been a nice
2: watch. could have been, like, a 20K watch or something, huh? you know? I don't think it was that Casio with the calculator. Yeah.
0: It's like that guy who um, who got his uh, stash of weed stolen and he called the police. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh bringing it back to Chivas, it sounds like Busitisha uh, is going to stay? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: I want if he had any <laughs> self-respect, he would have resigned on oh. the spot. <laughs> no, I mean, to, avoid, to avoid to avoid us having to pay to out him. his contract, he can resign, and then you know we don't have to pay him out. But he wants to get fired so he can get cashed
2: out. Well, supposedly his contract was one year, so it would have been out regardless. It, it's not like it would have been like you know all this all this money tied to it, guys. It's a process. Give the guy some. Oh four my years. god! Finally, finally, <laughs> I agree with Pern. But I think he's being sarcastic <laughs> the about cosmos that. Cosmos must be aligning.
3: <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I like the idea of some stability and, and having somebody around for a while. But one of you guys said it uh, earlier with, when uh, you guys were talking about it. You want to develop young players, bring them up on the team, and you hire a guy who doesn't do very well with uh, with a lot of the youth, right? With Or was that uh, regarding uh, Tuca?
0: Yeah. That
2: that's... was that was Tuca, but you're right about Buse, he doesn't have like he's not no, known no. for it that much.
3: Right, not not to the extent of Tuca, but I know that, that he doesn't necessarily uh you know <clears throat> get the youngsters up and up up and going, right? I mean with uh, Bel- Beltran, for example.
1: Yeah. I mean you know? yeah, well when, I mean it's Buse bench Ronaldinho, let that sink in.
2: He, but see, he's he's more flexible, where he's willing to work with youth. He was at Pachuca, you know. Uh, he was at Tecos. so he's been at teams where he's had to he had to use uh, younger players. Uh, I do think, if given a choice, he would rather not. But I do think that he's he's willing to he's willing to work with what he has, because he never made a big stink about the whole. You know this season where they didn't bring him any players. He just, you know, he just went with what there was.
3: It's a, he it, mentioned it, but yeah, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't bitch and moan. It's,
1: it's very hard to get players uh, on this. On this, it's not a winter transfer. I guess it is a winter transfer bay because it's literally like less than a month. Like the the league between apertura and clausura, there's no break. You know, it's only in the summertime where you can actually realistically have time to, you know, to win players over and start, you know, selling and buying, but. That little short break between uh, this, you know, last season, this season was—it's not enough time to, to to get anybody.
2: Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. But I, I posted an article earlier uh, for you guys to read, where he was talking about his time in Pachuca, and he was saying because uh, he was talking about how Pachuca worked with youth, and so he was saying how that was like the club doing it, not so much the coach, and so then the coach just has to be part of the, you know, whatever plan that the club has implemented. And so I, I know a lot of people think, well, Buse comes, he's going to erase all these guys, but it's, it's not, he's not the one in charge. Like it's, it's Pelias, So he's going to go along with whatever plan. And if some of these guys do get erased, Pelias is in on it too. So, I mean, if, if you don't like Buse, then, it's, it's a two-way, you know, it's also it's also Pelaez and you're going to want to boot that guy out too. And just, like I don't know, start all over or hire a coach and, I don't know, back to the drawing board.
1: I will say but, this uh, with Vucicic, sorry to cut you off there, but he did uh, promote uh, Lalo Torres and Luis Olivas, who ended up starting yesterday, uh, center back position. I don't know if that was just out of just because there's nobody else, you know, to to fill these holes because the defense has been really bad, and unfortunately yesterday got exposed. Even you know the inexperience was was terrible, Um, and then you have uh, Lalo Torres, who you know for some reason Vucetich preferred him over Beltran, so he has erased players, uh, you know Calderon, Chicote, the guy that you know scored three goals against America, nowhere to be seen, and there's even rumors of him being traded to Rayados in exchange for some some chips some players maybe Charlie Rodriguez I don't know Impossible. but Charlie's
0: not on Charlie's definitely not transferable man
1: I I say, yeah but it's like all right man like this this is worse than torture because you have the opportunity to let him go for you know just all right, it was a t- it didn't work out man like better luck right, next but time who, but who do
2: you bring then
1: at this point I'll take a a mop <laughs> I'll take, I'll take, I'll take anybody over this nightmare, bro. from, from like, uh, I don't
0: even know where he's at. He's some, in some Qatar club
1: or something. Bro, I, i rather have a Maori like coach the team right now. I swear to God, dude. It's, <laughs> You're it's, ready to take Chespirito from America, right? I just, I gave him a chance, man. Please. I gave Jose a chance. He got us into Ligua, you know, uh, last season. This season it didn't it didn't work out. We got to Repechaje, but we didn't no. get into the the cuartos. And it's just like I don't know, man. Like,
2: He's, but but you know, and and this is the one thing about the league, and and it's it shows just how it's very competitive, even though it it doesn't seem that way for a lot of us. Or we compare it, we compare it to other leagues, or and it just it doesn't seem that way. Um, level of play. Speaking of, but but like the you know, how, how even a lot of these teams are. And and so we could see it because Chivas was just one game. You know, if they would have lost one game uh, in the season, then they would have been all the way down to 12. But if they would have won two games, they would have finished in third. And so that's, you know, six points from third place and three from 12. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a small window of, of like... One extreme you know, to the other, man. Be, yeah, so... That, uh, to me, it shows how difficult it is, and and I do feel like that whole Atlas thing kind of screwed him over a bit because he would have finished eighth again. That would have been two eighth place finishes, yeah. Which which in the past five years is better than, you know, aside from Tena, who was in fifth, but then he wasn't able to finish the season. But she champion. was, <laughs> and, yeah. and I know people say, "Oh, you you uh, you know that I that I." Like gaming low or whatever but it's like not really I'm not me low I'm just being realistic with where the team has been and it's so it was like what four years where they couldn't even finish top eight they were finishing 17 15 11 five
1: seasons in a row without so, without even uh,
2: yeah I prioritize at least that consistency where they're they're at least able to maintain between eighth, and they're not that many points from from uh being further up granted they were very Close to further down, too. But they haven't finished there. I would have
1: been convinced, though, that had Tena not gone fired, I'm pretty sure we would have had the same outcome. You know? even Yeah, I agree. Even though he had a bad start to the season, I think uh, Tena, I mean, it's still the same team. I'm still
2: surprised he got fired. He he worked with youth, too. He won Olympic medal. I do think it was extra cancha stuff. I don't think it was results.
3: When it also wasn't Belize's guy, right? So
2: No, but he enough. had I think renewed him, I think. I think he had like extended his contract or something. And then uh, I guess something happened between the preseason Copa por Mexico and the start of the season because he ends up missing the first what three games out with COVID. Yep. He comes back, loses one game and it's like gets fired. They, yeah. they wrapped him up in this worst start of the season ever of Lig- of Liguillas because uh, three defeats, like no goals, and and they put it all on him. But I, I think it was unfair. He did get even, though. He got that win at the start of the-
1: Yeah, with Mazatlan, he ends up coaching them, beats Chivas, and then gets fired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll take it, I'll take it.
1: Oh, man. So... Pachuca will go on to the quarterfinals. Uh, they're gonna face off against America. Uh, as for Atlas, they will be playing the Super Camotes. Uh, we had two other matches, and uh, I actually have a soundbite from uh, the Lone Toluca game. Toluca was winning two one, and uh and then this happened. <laughs>
0: las <laughs> arañas echen su nido la prende de lejos le meten en peine logra el contacto saco hace un golazo impresionante un golazo aso aso asso, 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 asso. sa 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 el gol lo practicamos todos
1: I gotta love Pedro Bermúdez man oh man,
0: I gotta love how you say Bermúdez <laughs>
1: permuthis <laughs> but yeah uh leon were uh on the brink of being eliminated 89th minute fidel ambris scores no not sure if he has any relation to nacho ambris uh they go to penalties and lose and that was the only upset this week uh there was the only team that was lower seeded that beat the higher seed uh leon were in 6th and i believe toluca were in 11th so this was a big big upset for Nacho Ambriz. and the criticism continues to go with him, you know, being eliminated from CONCACAF Champions, now eliminated, can't even defend their their league title. Uh was this a big a big fail for uh for Leon?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, the failings have been coming since that Conca Champions losing to what was it? LAFC? That was That was, that was last like, year. That, yeah. Yeah. The the failings have been coming since then, and and yeah, nonstop. It's it's been a downward spiral since then, and uh, I I think they you know I don't I don't think I think they should have done something different. But getting rid of the coach was too much. I think uh, because uh, he did give them a good a good really good run. In the, I think there was still t- time for more. But uh, that's that's the way. Kurt, I,
2: that's, they, he wanted to
0: leave, though they they didn't get rid of him. Ah, okay. So if he if he, he was he done, he's then. like,
1: go. I didn't break up with you, or, or no, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't break up with me. I broke up with you. <laughs> he,
2: he's eyeballing Europa, You know, he wants to go to Europe. Yeah, he said he would even go to second division. So I
1: oh, he's hoping he
2: does. I I wouldn't say desperate, man. He's I I'll call that. Okay, because you know it's not desperate. He's not at Whataburger at one in the morning, dude.
1: Come on, man! Know, Look at this guy's pedigree. <laughs> he he has no business coaching in second division. I don't care if it's the championship in, uh in the EPL. Yeah, but it's it's
2: it's getting st- you know it's getting a chance. It's not like it, it's just difficult. You know, it's not that easy. You, he's, he's if not, you don't have best, the right best, promoters best, right. and all that, it's,
0: yeah, it's just. But like,
1: I mean, Nacho Ambries deserves better than that, bro.
0: No, and there's nothing wrong with starting from scratch. Actually. Uh, I respect them. Uh, it's respectable to say, you know what? He was he assistant,
1: at starts- Osasuna and Atlético Madrid. He has no business coaching a second division team. He's won. He's got silverware under his name.
0: Hey, if he promotes,
2: he gets a team promoted. Which I is mean, you, start, right you start getting juice, man. I, I think there's nothing wrong with it. I, I don't think we
1: should be putting Europe on this pedestal like it's... Una- no, no, but He's, see, he's it, good enough to be coaching I, I'm in- not,
2: but that's something he wants. You know, yeah. he wants it, so... You know if he wants that challenge then no I'm just saying he,
1: it. it's like I don't know it's like you 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 have this crazy career and you're a professional, and you you you've won silverware, and then it's like, well I'm going to go apply at the Walmart in Europe because <laughs> that's the, I perceive myself as that's, yeah
2: but but the chances are very slim, like look at even Hugo Sanchez when he went and he had like Calmedia and and uh who was it Almeria.
0: or was Almeria.
1: It? yeah
2: no the other team with G – uh, no, I don't think it was that.
1: No, yeah,
3: it Gran- was Granada, Granada. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: Granada. There so yeah,
2: those two teams and look look where he had to be at. I mean, and then there was that one time where um they defended him because they, they talked about giving him Real Madrid back when Solari took over it.
0: Mm-hmm. And they
2: were saying, Why not Hugo, you know? I think he threw his name in the hat.
0: Yeah, and so, but I mean, it's yeah, just diff- it's a very coach though. Yeah, he well, the, boy, only, <laughs> the only reason why he got to coach Almeria was because he, of his name, not because of what he produced in the field. Because he, he eventually... did back to <laughs> championships with Pumas, per I, I think your memories <laughs> were well. talking about. But then we're not talking about Pumas, you know. No, no, but we're
2: talking about his coaching. His, his, his coaching methods at the Copa America. And his most, his biggest achievement as a coach was. uh, Can we? He uh, he uh, won Tata Martino in that Copa America. Uh, Yeah. Let us not forget the uh, the Prolepico.
1: What a great job he did there!
2: Yeah. Oh man, that's that was the best guy right there.
3: You know, I'm not a fan of Ugo coaching, but I'm not gonna sit here and bag on the poor guy, man. He's gotten made fun <laughs> of enough, man. No, I was I was gonna go with the Turco. He got he got uh what Celta for for a little Celta bit? Celta Vigo. Yeah. Right. So uh so again, it's not out of the question that, that uh that Nacho could get a a lower
2: lower um table team in the first yeah. division. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. No, it's it's yeah. not,
2: but because there's not that many like like, Turco, to his credit, it's Argentine, and they, they have, they have a bit name? more. <laughs> no, but see, that's that's why. Uh, they, there's just not that many Mexican coaches abroad. That's why that I'm all true. for him going. Even if mm-hmm. it's second, like, start, start, you know, putting results, start putting the name out there. Because yeah. uh, there's just not that many outside of Vasco, who held it down for a long time. But that's it, and, and then everyone just stays in MEX.
0: Hey, guys, I got to drop off, but yes. I really appreciate the invite. Absolutely. Y'all have a good
1: evening, okay? All right, man. Thank you for hopping on.
0: Right. Saludos.
1: <laughs> um, I agree, though. Just like the the Mexican player, the Mexican coach is still an unproven commodity in Europe. We don't really have too many out there. And the ones that have coached out there really don't have much to to speak about, except for Aguirre. Aguirre is respected. And... uh speaking about Aguila, he is the only Mexican coach that will be in Ligia, which does that have something to say with the lack of talent in Mexico? Or does that just mean that, you know, the, uh, South American coaches are just, they're just like peanut butter and jelly in Mexico.
3: I think Hoel in the chats has mentioned before where, uh, I think, I think it's Hoel that mentions that people fall in love with the foreign coach. Right. So they're, they're trying to give that a bit of a shot in Mexico or they're, they're enamored with it. Yeah. And, uh, um, well, just,
2: just to add on that a little yeah. bit, and, and uh, they were doing, I think uh, some of the stats and they showed that on average, they will get a bit longer with a team. Yeah. So like a, a young coach comes in in max and he has about two months. And so the, the foreigner will get a bit, a bit, you know, I'll get like an extra,
1: an extra month or something. That is interesting.
3: You drinking a beer there, Hoel? Man, that was a big it's goal. Coffee. <laughs> it's coffee. It's coffee, coffee. <laughs> but but go on, I want to hear your take. No, no. I, I, again, I I, 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 you know, in part believe that theory that there's, there's, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the freaking uh, teams are in love with foreign coaches. But also, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Is I don't know man, accent? I think about it. Castellano? Bono, bono, shit. No, you, whatever, we say. But uh like for example, Rafa Puente, where where's that cat? Yeah, he has him. He
2: has him. What was he his last gig?
1: i want to look it up. I I wanna know what his last gig was. His ju- junior or the or the he was at
2: Lobos. I know he was at Lobos up. Lobos was the last thing I remember. Uh, yeah, let's
1: see, thinking, Lobos, sort of. Querétaro in uh, 2018, and then Atlas in 2020.
2: Okay. There you go, but I mean, how long, you know, it's like...
1: Uh, there's not even time. a year. It's just, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quick
2: book. And, and, you know, it's it's difficult to, to do something that short, you know. Uh, that That's very little time. I remember when it was uh, La Puentes, No, not Puente, La Volpes prada I think it was Son-in-Law. Was it Chiquis? Was it... Uh, Chiquis that was oh, given the... a shot at Puebla. Yeah. He's like Chiquis a month, Garcia, and then right? He was there like a month, and then they I think they brought back Solis or something. It was like <laughs> one... I mean, that, that's like four games. They really give gave you very... He's the coach of Sinaloa nothing. right now. Right. <clears throat> well, how, how no, no, but I'm saying when he, when he got a start, though, yeah.
3: I mean... How many games was it for Ambris with Chivas? <sighs> oh, man. I... Is... that was.
1: <laughs> Literally a handful. I don't know.
3: Yeah, he, he had Joel's a uh, cup of coffee, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, you know, and and that's the sad part of, of mambriz because I, I um, it's something I see a lot where they demonize the Mexican coach and they say that you know they're not they're not that good or they're
1: Let's like they have
2: some outdated AYSO playbook that they're still using and that they don't they don't know what's up, but. Not saying like when you look at the selection, all, all the, all the big accomplishments have come from Mexican coaches, you know, um, a Copa America final, um, will be at um, the, the the Olympic gold, the uh, the uh, confederations, so they've managed to under seventeen championships. So I've been with Mexican coaches, but we still, still have this like negative negativity. I mean, just Pern right here was was saying how Hugo sucks, and this is despite having silverware. This dude won cups and he sucks. I I mean, I think it's dude, because of his personality. Not he's not a very to win.
1: He's not very yeah, likable. But even
2: even getting a gold medal, you know how Brazil couldn't win one. It took him it took him like forever to win. Yeah, they had like five world cups before they even got a gold cup. A gold cup. I mean, a gold. A gold medal. So I mean, it's it's really difficult. And w- what do people say about Tena? That he sucks. <laughs> and he so doesn't. He doesn't. I know, but people will say that, like, oh, he yeah. guy sucks and blah blah, and he could, you know, it. And and so, I do feel there is a bit of a demonization of, of the Mexican coach, where you see like what Nacho did at Leon. He said like the records he set there with. Like just unbeaten and and just the taking them in finals. Yeah, Piojo's another guy who gets a lot of flack, and if you look at his numbers, they're very good. Man, he's one he's top three of, and he's been in Liga MX since you know since he's been active.
3: Piojo's <laughs> good. I, th- I think his whole thing is his his, his attitude.
2: Yeah. No, I mean I, he, he he's not cuddly. He's, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. not as cuddly as he looks, man. <laughs> yeah that's and that's the thing where it's and, and so it's 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 kind of sad to see and and i don't I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen. I know where you see a lot of players instead of getting into coaching they're they're like better off in commentating they're
1: working for and the you
2: know? they're working for ESPN <laughs> and, uh, and Fox and yeah and, uh, there's very few and then the other take we get is oh well, they're not well prepared. But we see that too, like Palencia was in you know, he went to Spain, he was coaching there and he was, you know, learning and comes back and he can't get, you know, no one will hire him. And he gets Mazatlán for like half a season, I think. Yeah.
3: That's and, what I was gonna that's what I was gonna mention next too, was Paco Palencia. Paco Palencia, yeah. He, he's had a, a few cups of coffee in uh, Liga MX and <laughs> and
2: that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. And, and even Puente Jr., who we mentioned, he had also gone to Europe, you know. Mm-hmm. They go there and then they see. They, these guys are prepared. It's just, uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: uh, I don't know. I got an answer for you. Uh, uh, Nacho Ambrisa was appointed coach of Chivas in January of 2012. He had 18 matches, 5 wins, 4 draws, 9 defeats. And uh, including a 5 0 beatdown against Deportivo Quito and Copa Libertadores, so that was his. And he
2: got to play Libertadores, he got to nah. coach
1: us in Libertadores in the group stage. Uh, and we obviously didn't make it out of the group stage and he got fired. So, yeah, yeah. so
2: one season it seems pretty average, yeah. Well, I mean 18 games including Libertadores or just 18 Just 18 games
1: including the yeah. League. yeah. So that's it's it's uh less than less than that in the league cuz six of them were Libertadores matches so he only had 12 league games. Yeah. yeah another,
3: that's... Another, another guy I'm going to bring up that that's that's not uh I mean he's not he's not that young but he's 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 not that old either that should get uh that I believe should get maybe another opportunity here and there. And again, I think people who uh who like to goof on Hoyle a little bit about this, you know, are probably gonna laugh, but it's uh Chepo de la Torre.
1: Oh, I knew you were gonna
3: say Chepo. He's he's fifty five years old. Yeah, I mean and he, he has no idea what he's doing. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he fell from grace for sure, man,
1: but Nah, he's but, I, I gotta respect him because we wanna, you know, title with him in no six. And mm-hmm.
2: uh, Well, he won three league titles because he, he won two to Toluca. with Toluca and Santos. Mm-hmm. And see, and and there's a thing where, like, uh, and then my good friend Pern here was saying about La Volpe. La Volpe went, what, 20 years, and he only had one league title. Could have had two, I think, if he would have stayed at Toluca. Could have won it instead of Granolati, but he he left to the national team. But he was there for, like, over 20 years. Uh, Chepo did it quite quick. Uh, I think his downfall was Seleccion, man. I think it, it... kind of got that curse, which happened to Ojitos. Ojitos where Mesa. Ojitos was just a beast, and then he goes to Seleccion, the team fails, and there's like a dark cloud following him and he can't shake that stink off. And I, and I feel that happens to uh, what happened to, to Ojitos? Treble, man, where, where it's like, well, he retired. Oh, he did? But, I think but he's like, got one foot in the
1: grave,
3: man. He's, he's hella old.
1: He's 73.
2: He, But, you know, he sort of had a bit of a redemption, so it took him a while and he eventually sort of like Managed yep. to to get back and I don't know if he won, but I know he he wasn't like getting kicked around anymore. Uh, but and then Chepo right now I do feel that dark cloud was there on him. It's it's still uh, there. Yes, it's, the, it's yeah. The weird. the Luca I, I saw it. Um, I saw it where the fans he he held a press conference with the fans and the fans just hated him. It was the like the like the super fans or mm-hmm. the. Whatever they're called, Barra Brava, I don't I don't
1: know what but. Well, you know it's crazy for them to be that entitled. I know Toluca had a crazy run in the in the nineties. Um but as of late, I mean they don't have that big you know they, like they haven't won anything in, in a long time. So
2: well, well, and you know you know this is the irony of so what are we talking about because um they kick him out and then they bring back Cristante. Cristante, who had, who had, man, had one of the worst seasons with them before he got booted. Yeah. You know, crashed pretty hard. And so it kind of goes to show how, and they were, they were more, they were more, had more faith on Cristante than on Cherpo, who had already won with them. So it's like, I, I dude, I, I don't get it, man. I'm, a, I'm, a,
1: Well, technically, all right, all right. So, uh, Chepo won two titles with Toluca. Yeah, but Cristante, as a player, he won one, two, three, four. (laughs) He won five, bro. I mean, if you think about Cristante, if you think about Cristante, dude, he's he was at Toluca for like twenty years, bro. Like, if there's any any anybody that knows. no, yeah, but like, if there's anyone that knows that institution in and out, it's it's Cristante, man. So I can understand why they brought him back, and uh, he's in, he's in, he's in no. uh, the league now. The
2: thing, the thing is, the confidence that I'm talking about, like they're bringing back. I understand it, and like he wasn't that bad until that that really horrible season. But I'm just saying that you're gonna place more confidence in this dude than the guy that's actually brought results that actually put silverware in your coffers. That's a coach. That's a coach. I'm going to say there. <laughs> so, you know, it's.
3: Oh, well, I didn't want to get you that overly excited, man. I just wanted to, to <laughs> prove the
2: point, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but, but see, it goes, it goes to what we're talking about, how, and it's like a catch 22 where it's like, uh, you know, Mexican coaches suck. And then we're not going to see any because they're not going to give them an opportunity because they suck. Yeah. So it's sort of stuck there, so that's like I just don't see it improving anytime soon. I do think uh it's it's gonna continue being very difficult and so I advocated for a lot of them to if they can just go overseas come to MLS and go wherever they can because like just at home you're, they're not gonna get a fair a fair shake.
3: What I'd like to see uh, is uh are they? are, are the, the Mexican league teams overpaying for a lot of the foreign coaches and that's why they're giving them that little benefit of the doubt or, or, or what the, uh, I'd love to see the numbers right on salaries between yeah. paying them players.
1: less. I would think yep. the Mexican coach starting out would get paid less, right?
2: No, I, well, it depends which one, but mm. I do think, cause I know Chapo at one point was like when, before he got booted, when Almeida came, I think he was one of the better-paid coaches. Right. And I, I remember um, Iguera talking about it like... Interesting. It's ridiculous what they're paying this guy. What was more ridiculous is that was still paid him for like two more years. Damn. <laughs> he, was just, <laughs> he was just sitting at home. Uh, so it's like, okay. Hey, man. Some managers
1: huh? have made a career out of just getting fired like Mourinho. Mourinho has made so much money getting fired.
2: Oh, dude. I saw the numbers. He's at Roma now. But, uh, you know willing to bet some of that goes to his agent
1: oh of course
2: at which at which point i, I wouldn't this so is
1: a genius <laughs> we need we need we need agents you know what screw like coaching and players we need we need mexican agents bro we need these dudes yeah. we need i mean we're yeah. we're really good at selling i'm surprised that we don't have a famous like mexican agent that's just slinging players like like anything man
2: yeah, you know, just just to put the lid on this coaching stuff, we do have we do have Marquez, and we had played a clip here from an interview he did uh, in, Argentine, in Argentina in Argentina radio some radio station before he went to Barca, and he was talking about how he's he was working on getting his his UEFA coaching license, and so now he's he's working with Barcelona with one of the youth teams, so I, I am I hope that he does get you know eventually gets his coaching and but i hope he stays over there like i, I don't i don't want him to come to mexico that's definitely a
1: long term like, project for a, sure i think
2: guy makes lifer. you know i don't want him to to go through the whole gauntlet of teams that i can in 10 years he has already coached pretty much every team some of them twice uh, i just want to see you know i really want more more coaches abroad
1: yeah, it looks promising. You know, he's a respected player from Barcelona and it seems like this is gonna be a long term project for him. So uh I'm I'm pretty confident that he, he you know, Rafa Marquez will will be there for the long haul.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There there was one last match uh in this Repechaje. Santos, holy smokes, no Vaseline went in five zero against Queretaro. <laughs> it's just one of those games where you're like, you know what? I don't even want to play repichake, you know, <laughs> just to get beat down like that. Uh so Santos have secured their spot in the quarterfinals and they will be playing against Rayados, which is going to probably going to be the tightest one out of all the affairs. Um I kind of wanted to hear you guys predictions on these uh these quarterfinal matchups. Uh but before I do that, I do want to talk a little bit, a little bit about Chicharito uh we haven't talked about him, but he has scored uh his uh, six goals in the MLS. Uh he they ended up beating LAFC two one and uh this boy's on fire, man. Is it time for and, him and, to uh to return to was, the selection?
2: He was left out because mm-hmm. they they gave the preliminary list for the League of Nations uh final four or whatever it's called, uh and he's not in it. Oh <laughs> is this recent? Yeah, just today. Oh, today, a, a, what? Afternoon, afternoon, afternoon. Yeah, he got Pulido made it. Pully, <laughs> Pully made it. Pully made it. Henry Martin. <laughs> who made this list? Tata.
1: Yeah. Oh Curl. man, I did not Curl know that. It. This is this is what? Oh man, I Curl wonder. Made
2: that list. I wonder who <laughs> <life. And he, laughs> He made it while taking a shit. <laughs> They're like, hurry up, dude. It, it's going to be the deadline. And he's like, oh, did I forget someone? And then he just like slips it under the door. <laughs> uh, no, I think I heard there was like some type of indiscipline, like some mm. something that happened. And and, and I think that that's still like punishing him. But uh, uh, I think eventually if, if he stays on track, he he will give him a call.
3: I don't think so, man. They're you they're, they're, they're talking they're talking about Funes Mor, Mori uh, finishing up his his thing, and Tata seems to like Funes Mori, man.
2: Well, but yeah, but, but, right. but so you think it'll come down between those two? I mean, because you have Jimenez who's still there's plenty of room. A big question mark, and then Pulido. I don't really think. Yeah, you no, know, I'll, I'll take an
1: informed chirito over anyone right now. If
3: he's scoring goals,
2: Martin, I, I like him, but uh, those oh, I'm, guys I'm could a, easily be sacrificed.
3: I'm a I'm a Chicharito fan. I just think maybe Tata just doesn't like Chicharito.
2: Could yeah, could be man, could be. That's, that's it, I mean. we've seen it happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, La La Volpe didn't like Catembo yeah. and whatnot. Uh, so you leave out players even if they're playing good. Just right. You You don't fit my system. We don't, we don't use tents in this. Hopefully they can reconcile. Tens,
1: yeah. I mean, this is what Dreyfus gets paid for, right, to figure out these <laughs> these kind of situations.
3: Dreyfus. Ch- Chicharito should introduce Dreyfus to, uh, to uh,
2: Tata. Tata's wife, right?
3: Oh,
1: God.
2: <laughs> I like where the selection is going. I don't I don't want that to affect. I mean, it's just not going to wait Not yet, no. No. <laughs>
3: If he doesn't get to the quinto partido then at that point, right?
1: It's yeah. I will <laughs> say though, it's it's kinda hard to ignore these goals that he scoring. and it's definitely gotten my attention. It is the MLS though, so take it with a grain of salt. They don't know how to defend in the MLS. But uh I mean if he continues to score, man, uh
2: wait, 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 really quick. Yeah. But the next World Cup, isn't it gonna be groups of three?
1: I think so. Qatar? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so even if...
1: 48 teams?
2: Even if he would have gotten to a... Quinto Partido still wouldn't be...
1: It wouldn't be quarterfinals. It would be like, it, it'd I'm, be like... man? be like...
2: My math. My math is not good, dude.
1: We're going to have to... Math when I
2: was break going it down to for the next podcast.
1: <laughs> the, the Quinto Partido is not going to have to be the Sexto Partido. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I'm not mistaken, it's 48 teams, and I think 32 make the next round.
2: So the, the and real And then World 16, Cup, and then eight, and then four. Yeah, so it's like it's. So yeah. pre mundial during the mundial it's, and then the, it's an, it, So when you had like the pre pre libertadores. Yeah, like the, I, uh, I actually World Cup.
1: I forget how the how they broke it down, but it's.
2: it's I think it's groups of three, and then. The top teams qualify, and then the the second best. It's
1: six. Wait, oh. that makes no sense. Forty-eight wait, teams, groups of three. That means that there's sixteen groups.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna try.
2: <laughs> this is like the Matrix when and you're seeing the numbers.
1: <laughs> so sixteen, <laughs> 16 groups, the and then what? The top two make it. So then thirty-two teams no, in the next just round. The
2: top, the top one, and I think the second one is only. Uh, not every second team is gonna make it. Only like. Nah,
1: but then it wouldn't it wouldn't work out that way. It either has to be, there either has to be sixteen teams left or thirty two teams left. There can't be.
2: All right, my yeah. math is my math is bonkers. It's all good. It's all good. We, we we're still far from that from that <laughs> World Cup <laughs>
1: stuff. Come on, man! You but never it- saw Stan deliver.
2: I was not, man. I got kicked out. I, I was, I was Angel's friend. I'm gonna man. teach you calculus. I I'm Angel's friends. I know my ones. You just gotta two, watch the finger man. And my threes. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I
1: know my ones, my twos, and my threes.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm the guy that got kicked out, and he's <laughs> See He's. He didn't make. Angel, Angel kept sneaking his books
3: to school. <laughs> no, i in all seriousness, though, man. I, I I'm happy to see Chicharito uh, doing well. It looks like he's having fun again, and uh, yeah, definitely. You know, that that translates to something, man. And and a, co- uh, you know, if that the coach that he is, he'll 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 call him up.
1: He better. Yeah. So uh, we also had some Coca Champions action going on. Uh, there are now finally four teams left America was able to get through Portland Cruz Azul was able to beat Toronto uh, f- I think uh, Philadelphia beat Atlanta United and Monterrey handled business against Columbus crew and uh, there's three Mexican teams left does that mean the gap is uh, widening it's,
3: no 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 it's, it's, clo- it's getting closer man <laughs> You know, there's always. Listen, I know people have been talking about this gap closing for a long time, but you know, at some point, there's going to be an MLS team that wins it. Yeah, and it might be it might be an anomaly, right? But you know what? I don't necessarily see it closing. Let's let's talk about it in in, Mm. I don't know five ten years.
1: That's what that's what they've been saying for ten years.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think two things that 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 uh, holds them back and it's their salary cap is just too low so they can't feel teams that are that competitive because uh, I mean look at LAFC they just have pretty much Vela plus 10 Well, that Rossi guy is pretty good but I mean mm-hmm. if, if they had a bigger salary cap they could bring in 2 or 3 guys to support that team would be you know some, something to <clears throat> you know to watch out for and um, but the salary cap, and then their calendar, where it's like they play games during preseason and stuff like that, or or with their season just beginning. And but that's that's them that's them shooting themselves on the foot, well, you don't, know. don't, not, don't tell us, don't tell the
3: San Jose Earthquakes you're going to raise the salary cap, man, because they're going to find <laughs> a way to not make it to that salary cap. <laughs> oh man, I or- are going to be cursed with bad uh, footy out here in in the Bay Area for a long time, man.
2: Yeah, and getting these new owners. You know,
1: it's crazy because those excuses come up every time that Mexico beats, you know, MLS teams. Like, oh, it's because you guys have no salary cap or, oh, it's because our season starts in March and you guys are already, like, you know, a whole, like, four, no, maybe, like, well, half a season in. Like, those excuses come up every year. It's like,
2: yo. I, I don't see it. Well, you know what? I don't see it as, like, an excuse. It's a bit of a reality. But but at the same time, you you're acknowledging that the your league is weaker because of that, mm. because like if we're compared to league MX to like to like Spain, that's some of the reasons as well it's like why why are some of those clubs so strong and it's not because of all the youth scouting and and how good they're you know coaching is. it's because they they buy so many top foreign players they're they're stacked with seleccionados from from you know all the top teams mm. and that's that's a you know that's that's where we see the difference.
1: Yeah, you know, what's crazy to think, uh, and I think we talked about this on the last episode. Things are lining up for an America Cruz Azul final in Coca Champions. And uh, if I'm being completely honest, uh, we're going to go into predictions now for the quarterfinals. I mean, these are the two best teams in the league, America and Cruz Azul. So we might have back-to-back, you know, finals with the same team. That, that could be a reality.
2: Yeah, I would like to see it happen.
1: Finally, rewarding consistency for once because the last final was uh, León versus Pumas. They were both the top two teams, uh, first and second place last season. We'll see what happens this season uh, with Cruz Azul facing off against Toluca, again, Toluca beating León. What do you guys think? you think Cruz Azul are going to handle this business?
3: Yeah, I... Listen, I, I, me just looking at all the games, I don't, I, I think it's going to be pretty straightforward, and all the favorites Ooh. are going to win. It's not time for Cruz Azul to uh, do the Cruz Azuladas, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I think they're going to go through and, 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 you know, make was it semifinals, right? So,
0: yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's quite time yet for them to get eliminated.
1: I will say though, Same. having a week off though, does that is that beneficial or is that bad? You know, because you're in great rhythm and then you you have to wait a week to await uh, your opponent. Well, you
2: caress, you caress, you have injuries, nurse them. There's there's you know, I mean, as long as they don't they weren't partying and and they, you know took their foot off the gas.
1: Yeah, because if you look at Cruz Azul's last five matches, uh, they won three and drew two. You know, so they and and Toluca were in bad form. They had lost all matches except for this. Yeah, they,
2: and their last one was where they got tied, like in the last yeah. second. And, and they We to- were calling it. Were calling Cruz Azulada, but that's that's come on, man. We we cheapened the Cruz Azulada. <laughs> the Cruz Azulada used to be them losing a championship. <laughs> God, not not. Tying a game, there you know. Yeah, I mean it did was kind of the record because they were gonna, I think, break the record or tie it for most gonna... points with America. Yeah.
1: yeah, they were gonna break the record, but eh, it is what it is. So, Joel do you think they're gonna head out to, Yeah,
2: yeah, I do.
1: Interesting, I do
2: think Toluca You know, León, and and then León was a team that that um that struggled. Remember, start of the season, they were. They were having a bad time, and then they they picked themselves up. And so I think, uh, I just don't think they were that strong. And I, I think, so not to take credit from Toluca, but I, I don't think, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I, I think, like, Codazo says, uh <laughs> Well, the favorites, the favorites are all gonna continue being favorites.
1: I I can only hope it'll be similar to the uh, league match that they had. It was a three two victory for Cruz Azul, uh, but it was very entertaining. So we'll see how it goes over the course of two legs. America faces off against Pachuca. It could have been another Chivas America quarter final like last season, but you know Chivas weren't able to handle business. So it's Pachuca. Uh, I see this being a pretty straightforward match for for America. But what do you guys think?
3: I agree man. I think it's pretty straightforward. America has been pretty solid all season, consistent. And uh I I personally don't think Pachuca has the team to take them.
2: Yep. Same.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule here. Uh they faced off in jornada 6. Oh sorry, uh 8. And America won two zero that time. So as far as recent history goes, uh America have the upper hand. But yeah. Um I think it's a pretty easy easy uh victory for, for America. And they also have Conca champions. So they're gonna have to be able to balance those two tournaments. I think they actually pushed those semifinals until August, so they'll have some they'll have some time to recuperate, I guess. Puebla and Atlas. I don't know about this one. I don't see a clear cut favorite. You don't think so? What do you got?
2: I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just, as the saying goes, me pongo la de Puebla.
1: So you got Puebla. I
2: have Puebla. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if Atlas can defend them. <laughs> mm. You know, yeah. I, I have Puebla's favorites. I think Atlas they they already they were over, overstate their welcome. They they shouldn't even be here.
1: <laughs> Atlas uh, <that's> and <laughs> uh match week eleven beat uh Puebla on the road, so
2: what was do you know the score? One zero. All right. I think this is
1: a close one. Uh, I do think Puebla have had a tremendous season. And uh, they do have Ormenio, So I, I do think that they have the firepower to to beat Atlas. But I don't know if they can do it over the course of two legs. I could see this going maybe a, a 1-0 at home for Puebla. And then who knows what happens in an Estadio Jalisco. Because um, we all know that that kind of uh, atmosphere... In Jalisco can can definitely play a factor. They're some of the most loyal fans in the league. And uh yeah, I mean it's not easy to win there.
2: Yeah, but is it like are they letting them have fans? Yeah. Like but what capacity?
1: Uh I know it's not full capacity, oh. but they, they will have fans in the stands.
2: And then maybe virtual fans, too. Some guy (laughs) flashing again.
1: And the last matchup, Rayados and Santos. Ah, This is going to be the one to watch out for. That's
3: a tight one, yeah. That's definitely a tight one. But I'm going to go with the Mexican coach on this one. And and winning when it counts, man. Because I think Santos beat them earlier in the season, didn't they?
1: Uh, I'm actually looking this up right now. Yeah. Uh Santos beat Monterrey. Yeah, this is the sixth yeah. week.
3: So, so Aguirre gets gets payback, and in, in a tight in a tight uh, series.
1: Okay. Joel, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think Collazo is getting on my hot takes. <laughs> I think <we> need to <laughs> turn off his mic. No, I I agree with him. Uh, I agree. Same, same. I think Aguirre. And, you know, he's, he's he's done Liguilla before he's won it with Pachuca. He knows what's up.
1: I just never know what version of Rayales we're going to see. You know, mm-hmm. we we see the Rayales that, oh, yeah, that's right. We are a really good team. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do have a really good squad. And uh, then they'll turn it on and, and win games pr- quite comfortably. But then there's times where they, it's like, I don't know, maybe they just get... Uh, What's the word? Distracted. And uh Santos got a lot of firepower. They have a great offense and they just they're coming off a five zero victory. So uh
2: Yeah, but but over queretaro man. That's you know I, I I do think it'll be close game, but like godazo says I'll, I'll I'll tip the scales in the Rayado's favor.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: I'm
2: gonna go with that 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 experience. To get him through. Yeah, and this is this is uh, for the coach, for Pachuca's coach. It's his first time doing Liguilla. Um not saying it's gonna be a hindrance, but it can be sometimes for some of these uh, new coaches coming, especially coming from abroad, you know. It could be a little different.
1: Guillermo Almada. He's the coach of Santos from Uruguay. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, because I mean, he's he's new and, and he's had a good season. Uh, see, was you know his first shot and he won it. And he he won it with wait, I'm talking about Pachuca, we're talking Santos. Never mind, Never mind. Jaime, <laughs> you, got it. Jaime, you got it right you got there, it, man. You got it
3: mixed up. Hey,
1: your coffee
2: is not
3: strong it's, enough. Oil. It's,
2: it's la bola, codazola la bola de años. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I confused it. Why I confused this guy. Uh, I guess just I thinking Sivoldi because Sivoldi had on his first on his first run he went through, but Siboldi's a dude that um that had already been who who does who is coaching Santos?
1: Uh, Armada, I just said it.
2: Oh, but is this his He Do you is... have like his first his phone name? Because you say in Almada, I remember the guy that did movies with the six-shooter They had like 20 shots. You remember those guys? <laughs> yeah.
3: Or Fernando Almada. <laughs> <laughs> Which of the two mustache brothers are you thinking about? They,
2: both, man. I think they would both come out. And they had those six shooters with 20 bullets.
1: <laughs> Guillermo Almada from Uruguay.
2: Yeah. Has he... has? How long he's been...
1: He coached uh, a few teams, um, but he's nothing—no big names. It said River Plate, but it was River Plate de Montevideo. <laughs> no,
2: he's been he's been at Santos since 2019. Okay, yeah. okay, no, he, he's he's been around. He's he's he knows what's up.
1: He coached he Barcelona of Ecuador
2: <laughs> <laughs> and River Plate. Of Uruguay. Uruguay, yeah.
3: <laughs> and what's are hoping for some Progreso in this league, <laughs> yeah.
2: He coached a team called Pro- Progreso, right?
1: Yeah, he did.
2: He did. That was his first <laughs> team.
1: I don't even know where that <laughs> is. Oh, it's in Uruguay.
2: He did those Uruguayan teams.
1: Man. So, sounds like you guys are going to go for the seeded teams, the ones that ended in the top four. I expect at least one upset, you know. I think Cruz <coughs> America will go through. I could see Atlas upsetting Puebla. And then, yeah, I think the experience factor and also Aguirre will will, will play into the Rael's uh, uh, matchup. I can see them getting through Santos in a tight contested match. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all we had on the docket tonight, boys. Do you have any any other topics, any other closing thoughts?
3: No, no. For me, it's more, a thank you for calling me out, man. This was fun. I haven't had a chance to talk some, uh, some footy in a long time, man. He, he beat they're, me they're,
2: to it again. I was the same class. <laughs> more often. Thank you. for so yeah. for, he keeps taking my No,
3: <laughs> hey, oh, you know, I call never come. And I think, <laughs> I think in the chat, I've seen this where, uh, there's been a lot of like personal issues with, with you know, at, at, home, you know, uh, not anything like too severe or anything like that, but uh it's nice to get away and, and, and have oh, a little yeah. chat and 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 enjoy this, right? So yeah, thank yeah. you guys.
2: Oh man. Oh man, always colossal man. Doors here. Doors to the cantina are always open. No mask, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Yeah, I think Ligilla is, is gonna be fun. It should be fun and and just I would like to see a, a double final, uh, you know the Clásico Capitalino being played twice in both fronts. That would be, I, I just I would like to see it. Just just have more games like that, and, and makes those games much more intense. So, you know, I would like hey, to see I'm,
1: that. I'm all for two Cruz Ciudades, man.
2: <laughs> Wait, you you would want? I,
1: I'm America all for it to
2: win two more titles. I, hey.
1: At, at just for the just just to enjoy well, that I'm not man.
2: Taking your Chihuahua card and ripping I, it in half, man. I, I know it's like within five hundred feet of Bellevarde <laughs> Or, or just imagine the pain. Imagine
1: the pain of, lo- of losing, and and just having the meme going like forever, like like just like the ultimate like Cruz Azulada, bro. To do it twice, it's like Terrible. the Buffalo Bills, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I want, I want the opposite, man. I want. I think this would be a brilliant way for Cruz Azul to, to shake that off and then to, to establish themselves because we do need, we we're gonna need teams to, to fight the the nortenos, man, because they're coming in strong and people make fun of them and call them equipo chico and then I see the funny memes and all that. But if we start looking at the, you know, at, at the results, the records, the past ten years. Those teams have been, you know, both of them alternating playing finals, not just Conca champions. You know, as Pern mentioned, they would the Monterrey three in a row um, and then Tigres winning. And these guys just been every other year. And just having these two massive companies, you know, backing them up. And, and then I know they renewed. I can't remember if it was the Tigres, right, which is uh, – one of them renewed for like 30 years. 30
1: years. It
2: so it's like, damn. <laughs> and so, yeah, I do think in the next 10 years, these teams are going to they're gonna hold pace. Uh, and we're going to, I don't think it's going to be so much of a joke, you know, especially if, they, and you know, this one of the things we said, are they going to keep bringing in players like that? And we did see it. They, they yeah. brought in the Taubeen and then. It's Conterrey, as if they're listening they, to they our brought, pod every week. <laughs> they brought Aguirre, who's, you know, heard is just charging an arm and a leg, so I think those teams are going to keep doing that, and, and I don't want this to turn into a two league, you know, a two, a two, two legged, league, two, le- yeah,
1: no, two, two legged league, you know, want, yeah, two league
2: race. You know, we always had the what well, what is it called? So four or cinco grandes. It so might four. be a bit of a shake up, but I still want to keep having those. And if it's six well, grandes, some of them gotta
1: eight. gotta slip into the. Like, they, they're not always going to stay. Like, you know, you think about England, right? They say the top the top four used to be, like, Arsenal, Manchester United, and uh, Liverpool. And then, like, you know, now, I mean, you, you think about, like, what has Tottenham accomplished? What has Arsenal accomplished in the last, like, mm-hmm. 30 years, you know? So you look at, like, yeah. the big four in, in Mexico, like Pumas, uh, Cruz Azul. Yeah. And it's, like, America,
2: eh,
1: America, Chivas, but... Some of these guys are starting to fall off, man. You can't rest well, on Chivas, your laurels. Yeah, you can't.
2: It's Chivas, man. It's, it's true. They, they, we won they, what?
1: Six of our titles in the 60s? It's like, come on, man.
2: <laughs> Chivas is like cliffhanger. It's, it's, you know, they're hanging and then they're, the, the thing's about to break. Remember that movie with Stallone? The, the, the beginning? That's kind of where Chivas is sad, man. It's holding on to the, to the ghost of Campionissimo past. And uh, but I think I, that's why see that's why I'm so for having this long like process with Pelias where I feel that the team's on the right track. I just don't expect success to come so quick, or for every season to be to like you know because I, I feel the way we see progress is this this temporada we did we finish eighth next we have to finish sixth, and and so far and so forth but. I mean we kinda of forget that they're short seasons. It's not a whole full season, so that makes it more difficult. Uh but that's that's why I'm so for like just keep at least finish the project, man. If it's four years, at least finish it. That's oh man. That's all I want, man.
1: It's too long. <laughs>
2: uh but yeah, I, I think Cruz Azul, you know, the company and the team, I I'd like to see them back on track.
1: Well, We'll wait and see. Liga starts on Wednesday and Thursday. Those will be the two matches. But this was a fun, fun episode. I want to thank everybody that hopped in and out of Twitter Spaces. I didn't get to call out. There was a time there was a few uh, listeners on there. I didn't get a chance to invite them to speak. But uh, I want to thank everyone for for joining us. And uh, yeah, hope everyone has a great night. Make sure to... uh, Follow us on Twitter. And if you have something to say to us, just reach out to us. We'll maybe invite you to the next episode. Gentlemen, thank you guys so much.